Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. The Bible tells us in James that we all stumble in many ways. But if we don't stumble in word, we are a perfect man or woman, able also to bridle the whole body. Now, the word perfect here refers to that which has reached an end, that is, uh, finished, complete. This word perfect, when applied to person, signifies soundness, and it includes the idea of being whole. And actually, when this word perfect is applied to believers, it denotes maturity. Christ Jesus has called us to grow up, to become mature, and there is no greater facet of our being where we need this maturity than taming our tongue and the words that we speak. I loved the one definition of the word perfect in the Greek when it says, that which has reached an end. We need to put an end to speaking forth words that injure and destroy and hurt one another. The great commentator Chappelle wrote, The fault finder injures himself. The mudslinger cannot engage in his favorite pastime without getting some of the mud that he slings both upon his hands and upon his heart. How often do we come away from such an experience with a feeling of defilement? When we use our tongue to demean and to spread evil reports or even the hint of something bad about another person, we were foolish enough to believe that we could build ourselves up by tearing another down. In our efforts to injure others, we may succeed, but be cautiously aware that we always inflict the deeper injury upon ourselves. In James chapter 3, it's a great painted portrait of how deadly the tongue can be. James uses five figures of speech to depict the tongue. I shared the first three with you yesterday. The first was a bit in a horse's mouth. With this tiny piece of steel, the rider is able to control and direct the the behavior of the horse. The second example or picture James gives of the tongue is that of a rudder of a ship. The rudder weighs a fraction of the great ships, and yet they guide it and turn it easily and with control. The third example is that of a fire. We all know how dangerous fires can become, and it often only takes a spark. A fire spreads and causes great loss. How can we spread just a tiny bit of uh, derogatory information about someone, and before you know it, it spreads like a wildfire? It changes attitudes and behavior of people. You can feel it when you are in a room with people who have injured others by their nasty little tidbits. Fourthly, the fourth picture that James gives us to which the tongue is likened is that to a wild, untamable creature. It says, For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. 
With it, we bless our God and Father, and with it, we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. James tells us all kinds of creatures have been tamed by man, but the tongue no man can tame. If we are honest, we will have to admit that these examples of the usage of the tongue is true in all of our lives. Because of the fall, we have lost dominion over this small little piece of the flesh. We in ourselves are in, and our human nature does not have the power, the strength, nor the ability to govern this little member of the body 100% of the time. It is only God and through his precious Holy Spirit that can tame the tongue. The final picture that James gives in this in this section comparing the tongue is full of deadly poison. Now James probably had in mind a restless serpent with exceedingly poisonous venom. Just a drop or two would be fatal. Can't you just picture the snake in the grass hissing as he goes, watching and waiting to see who he can strike with his poison? The tongue can poison minds and it can um, assassinate uh, characters, um, the character of a person. Often for no reason at all, we have belittled, we have demeaned and engaged in a little mudslinging, a little venomous poison. How often do we allow um, criticism to come across our tongues? The Bible says that life and death lie in the power of the tongue. Now, I've given you the negative side of the tongue, or I haven't. The Bible has. I've just read you what James and the instructions that that the, um, the little epistle James tells us about the tongue. It's God's word. It's not mine. But his word is also filled with ways the tongue can be used for good. Praise God. God gives us the negative, but he also empowers us with the positive. One of the great delights in taming the tongue is to know that our tongue is known by God. Psalm 139 verse 4 says, For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. God knows what we are going to say before we say it. Ask God to take control of your tongue. Let him be the pilot of this little rudder yielded up to him. Secondly, practice saying and speaking God's righteousness. In Psalm thirty-five twenty-eight, it says, And my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. And then thirdly, speak kindness. Ask yourself before you say something, especially about another person, or tell something, Is this kind? One of the virtues of a godly woman is kindness. In Proverbs 31, 26, it says she opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. Lastly, we are to confess Jesus Christ. Philippians 2, 11 tells us that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. If Christ is truly your Lord and you confess him, then give him your tongue and your words. My tongue shall speak of your word, O God, for your commandments are righteousness. May the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our Savior.
You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636. Do you have five minutes for God? I'm Pastor Ed Wilson, and I believe there's no better way to begin each morning than spending a little time with Him. That's why every weekday morning I bring you a short devotional broadcast designed just for that. Look up God's Five Minutes wherever you get your podcast to kickstart your spiritual walk for each day. We'll always do it in five minutes or less. Have you talked to God today?